This week on the Notorious Scandals podcast. Man, man, Jerry, we're gonna need to put like a medical uh, medical advice disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> you know, not a, not a doctor, well, just a I lot mean, of internet. You know. <laughs> Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a podcast focused on tactics and competitive play for Star Wars Legion, hosted by Kyle Dornbos, Michael Barry, and David Zelenka, with Jay Shalansky, the man behind the glass. Welcome back to another episode of the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm David. Joined by Mike Dashesberry and Jay, the Fifth Trooper Shalansky. What's up, guys? Hey, yo. We got some Hi. stuff to talk about today. Yes, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today. And I think the first thing we're going to lead off with is the fact that uh, this weekend, well, you've heard of Prime Day, but have you heard of Prime Weekend? There were seven primes that occurred on the weekend of January 11th. For those of you that are not familiar, a Prime Championship is uh, what they're calling store champs these days. Um, it is a, a tournament at the store level. Uh, it's a competitive event, and the person who places first gets an invite to the World Championship at Adepticon in late March. Uh, although we're kind of late in the process now, so some of these invites are getting handed down because people are playing in repeat appearances. And so if the people who have invites sometimes win these things, <laughs> right? And the invite gets passed down to uh, to the next person who doesn't have it. That's okay. That's yeah. Fine. I'm totally, I'm totally cool with that. I'd rather be able to play than not play. We kind of talked about that. Let me propose a question to the to the panel here. And once again, thanks for having me on, guys. It's of course pleasure. Uh, Do you (laughs) like you guys had a choice? No. Uh, So, uh, do you feel like calling it the World Championship is a little bit misleading? Whoa! When when we're talking about World Championship, are we are we not talking about Adepticon? We are, but do you feel like that's misleading? I feel like it's misleading. Can you elaborate on why you feel it's misleading before we? Yeah, answer I that think um, okay because I, you know, you get this this card that says you're invited to the world championship or whatever, and you're going to the world championship, but really there's what three days of tournament before you even actually make it to what we would call the world championship. Well, so a couple a couple things I. I think that um, last year was not indicative of what the air quotes world championship should look like. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, for a variety of reasons. First, that like, first off, like Europeans just like didn't have a chance to get there. I shouldn't say Europeans. I should say if you're not from North America, you pretty much didn't have agreed any way to get there unless you paid oodles of money, which is not super fair. Um, so let's start there, but I think if we're thinking about it in terms of this is the world championship for Star Wars Legion, you know, I don't know what the numbers are going to be. It's probably somewhere between 150 and 200 people. It sort of sounds like, um, I don't know. I, I I think it's, I think it's reasonable. Um, as long as, you know, everybody in other places around the world that had primes get invites and stuff. Um, Okay. So maybe here's where my head's at. Maybe this is the sports fan in me, right? Like the Super Bowl, the world series, like all these things that are like the title of what you're winning. 
uh, are down to like whoever the last two teams are. And I understand in, in our, you know, game, it, it maybe it's the last four or whatever. But the problem I'm having with it is you're not invited to the world championship. You're invited to the playoffs to attempt to make it to the world championship is kind of where my head's at, because I feel like those two, the first two heats Thursday and Friday are the playoffs, right? Like you got, you got to be, you got to make the wild car round before you can make it to the, like the, the Northeast championship or what, you know what I mean? And then you make it to worlds on Sunday. So that's kind of, that's kind of where my head's at. So I actually think it's, it's not that far from what other, uh, I guess non-athletic sports would term as their world championships. Like for instance, um, Starcraft is like pretty analogous to like what uh, Legion aspires to be. Right. And if WCS was just um, discontinued uh, for something else, but uh, they had a circuit called the world championship series. And essentially there were four tournaments each year and um, their layout was basically what our world championship is. There's like 120 players or something get together. They fight <clears throat> for a couple of days and then the bracket gets narrowed down. And then on the last day, eight players play in a um, eight player um, single Elim bracket. Um, <laughs> Jay Shank is ahead of me because my phone was ringing. Sorry. Um, amateur. Amateur hour here. Amateur hour. <laughs> Look, man, it's Tuesday. We don't normally record today. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, like, I don't think it's uh, misdelivering the message of what a world championship should be. No. Uh, no, I guess maybe. And so I think my my larger thought is, and we had brought this up on our podcast, is that I and not not just because they're calling it worlds, but because I like I like to set expectations for people, right? Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, these prime championships, you know, you go to your local store, you win a prime, but you didn't, you know, maybe at some stores there's some top level play, and maybe you know at your store there's one or two players that are really really good. I'm not trying to take away that take that away from anyone. Doing, do you see what he's doing right now? Uh, <laughs> I do. I do see a little bit. This is like this is like the like subtlest segue into something Jay wanted to talk about. Like I didn't right, know. right. What do you do? So, do so, you do? so I don't want to I don't want to prevent you from talking about that, Jay. But I think before we leave this idea of like what is a world's tournament? Well, um, yeah, 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 and I, I'm I guess I won't go too deep into that. So I'm sure, sorry. Sure. I'm, I apologize. Okay, okay. I just wanted to say that you go from a local. It's like playing the local teams. And then you're just all of a sudden in worlds is where I was heading with that. Ah, okay, okay. Um, so yeah, there's no intermediate tier, right? You go from your local store to yeah. the biggest tournament, correct? Well, and there's no like regional tier. There's no like step ladder progression. Yes, yes, yes. You have a chance to go from your tiny group to the the big league. Essentially, I think the major difference here is that. Um... <sighs> There is an intermediate tier. It just doesn't require you to qualify for it. Right. And th- those are like all kind of, they're all kind of open tournaments, right? As long as yeah. you register on time or in time, like within four hours of the tournament being available or however short the window for LVO was this year before they added the second heat, um, you're in. And there's no like uh, pre-qualification. And... I think that that is mostly um, 
if that's going to change, it's going to be, it's going to change because the game gets bigger, right? Mm. Like you can't really have a multi-structured tier system like that unless you, <laughs> unless you have a massive support structure underneath it, right? So like yeah. we're talking about like, like if you're going to have Nova be something you have to qualify for, um, you've got to feed like, you know, 64 to 130 play invites into Nova. So, yeah. so like, how do you decide whose primes qualify for Nova? I, I think that gets really messy um, and really complicated, frankly. Um, That's fair. I, I'm not saying that that would be, is necessarily a bad way to do it. Um, well, and I guess one could argue now I'm thinking about it, the way it's structured at Adepticon is kind of like that, right? They've just calling it differently. What I'm saying is I think the, like, just looking at it on a surface level, you, you read world championship where last year we had high command, right? Well, we had last chance qualifier and then high command and then yeah. worlds. I almost would, uh, and uh, listen, this is me just nitpicking, right? But like, I would almost want that back again where it was like you have a you have an invitation to high command which i think is what mine said on my rpq card but like you have an invitation to high command if you win or if you're in the top x of high command you move on to day one of worlds that you know what i mean like just that i just kind of want that like intermediate like level so it feels like you're tearing up almost yeah. i mean i'll I will say that while I think last year was not indicative of what they're going to do um, for Star Wars Legion competitive play in the future, I think it was really awesome. I, I yeah. And I think that them cutting the top eight of Adepticon and then moving it, you know, two months down the line and having this really cool showy tournament and calling it Worlds, like, I, w I prefer that. Yeah. I, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I just... <clears throat> um, I, can't, I have a hard time believing that that is financially a responsible thing for FFG to be doing, especially given all of the financial changes they're clearly undergoing. Oh, I don't. What do you mean? What's happening? What? I don't know. The house is sort of on fire. I, th I think they're referring to the to the layoffs <laughs> that happened and then the, uh, the fact that we got an announcement today that Destiny, the uh, CCG, has been... Uh, basically terminated like as soon as covert missions is done that's it there's no more destiny being printed you know yeah. um i really like so i i don't play destiny so i this i'm not like heartbroken about this but like wh why would you why would you release that information before the set dropped like what yeah that's like gonna kill your sales isn't it you know like like what 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 are you what are you doing like i don't know like, it's it's wait for the set to drop three months goes by be like oh yeah we're canceling destiny i mean and it's a poor it, it's a poor financial decision but on the other hand it's also an honest an honest thing like you buy into it you're, you've you spent all this money and you're hoping to get some return on it and then suddenly that you you buy in and then like you know what what like two months later they're gonna say oh that's actually that's it that's the end i mean <laughs> you know I I think I think that that's maybe fair to the players. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people are probably I don't know. I hope that people would still buy the product because it's probably a good game. But like that screws the retailers that pre-ordered your product. Yes. So it and, does. I, and I was just going to say I don't think it is a financial problem for them because I think there's already 
The distributors have already ordered their share, which I don't think there's probably something in the clause that says they can't return it. Yeah. And then the retailers have already pre-ordered. So FFG is not out any money. Well, I know I was, uh, you know, doing a little surfing of the net, kind of watching everybody QQ about um, them canceling it. And <clears throat> it sounds like Team Covenant's like subscriptions or whatever, like already triggered like payments for this new set and you can't get a refund. <clears throat> Yo. People are really upset about it. They should be. Um, I don't know, but I mean, like, it's not Team Covenant's fault that, like, like FFG decided to be like, oh, yeah, we're canceling this game, but we're going to release a product for it in a month and a half. I, I don't know. Um, I think, you know, it's another, like, right hand doesn't know what the left hand is doing. So, yeah, it, it looks terrible. <clears throat> yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Anyways. So um, let me, to... if I may, can I pose a question? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want to circle back to the, the idea of the world championship as a world champion. All right, finish so that now then. Finish okay, that. So, so um, worlds to me, it it's more about who is there rather than um, how you got there. To me, it's more about the prestige it's it's one tournament that's prestigious enough to get people from all over the world to spend enormous time and resources preparing securing accommodation traveling playing at um it, it's just it's just a prestige indicator and it's also a um participation indicator um but doesn't it lower the prestige if everyone's going? No, I don't okay. think so. Well, because first of all, is I I don't think everyone's going. Okay. Fair. Yeah, not everyone's going. It's only the people who are, you know, one good enough to want to spend X resources getting there. That's it's also fair. the people who think they have a shot at winning. <laughs> okay, so so okay, so let me ask you this: In March Madness, right in NCAA mm -hmm. basketball. Is if you make it to the top sixty four and you're like St. Mary's or whatever, like are you is that prestigious that you've made it to the March Madness bracket? Not really. It's not until you make it to like the top sixteen. I don't know. Basketball sucks. But Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, Ouch. Whoa. Walk that back. <laughs> Look, man, I'm from Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. We've had a good basketball team. Yeah. At times. Right. Um so I, you know, I hear all How about it. How dare you, sir? Oh, dare you? Okay, use something. I don't know. Is it? I'm trying no, to. Fine. We, can, we can use March Madness. I think that's a really good yeah. example of what's yeah. going on. Um, and I think the answer to that is yes. It is prestigious if you make the March Madness bracket. Like some teams probably have never made it before, or or like have made it very few times. You know, it is it is important. I think. I mean, like, there's been a couple times that SU has has missed the bracket in the past decade. I don't, I couldn't tell you how many times that is, but I know that yeah. everybody in Syracuse gets pretty upset when yes. SU doesn't miss, you know, make the March Madness bracket. So to me, that says, yeah, it's probably important. Okay, so maybe I'm looking at it from an SU perspective because. More often than not, we make the bracket, right? So in, I think in a Syracusean way, like until they make the sweet 16, I'm really, and for those of you that don't know, it goes 64, 32, 16, 8, 4, 2, 1. And so, 
you know, sweet 16 is kind of where you, you like perk up and you're like, Oh, Oh, we're in the sweet 16. All right. Well, we might, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of where it's, and maybe you're right though. Maybe if it's like St. Bonaventure or somebody who out of nowhere, that's like, Oh, we made it to the March madness tournament. Like we have a chance. So maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe you guys have changed my mind. Okay, I think my own analogy. I think though, I think though I'm tracking what you're saying, Jay. Is that this idea of sort of like, well, you know, if it's a store champ, you know, maybe we don't care so much about it. And why should that, you know, why should the pipeline be, you know, from the store to the big tournament? I sort of understand that. On the other hand, um, two things. I think that the um, the wargaming culture is not necessarily concerned at all times with who is the best at any given game. Okay. And so worlds could just be a stand in for, this is a celebration of how this hobby is enjoyed across the world. In our case, this game Legion is a a worldwide game. It's played in many different countries. Mm. Um, We are having this once a year gathering where all the people involved come to play. Um, If they can come to, you know, one place from, from all over, you know, the, the Europeans, the Australians, uh, the people from folks in South America, et cetera, et cetera, who come to play in our events. Um, but in terms of like, you know, who is the best, that's not necessarily the primary concern. <laughs> and that's an interesting dynamic in this so whole. So I think culture. we switched podcasts because I'm like hyper competitive today. <laughs> and you're Maybe like, hey, so. man, we're just celebrating the hobby. You well, should be well, on no, Fifth Trooper. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's a histor- well, it's a historical phenomenon, right? I mean, yes. I don't know. If, did you play Warhammer like when they had soft scores and things like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were graded on on your sportsmanship and your painting yes. on top of whether you were the best general? Right? I mean, I, I think you're both right here. And I think what yeah. it comes down to is that, um, Jay, I think you're coming at this from a Patriots perspective. Okay. You're, 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 you're season you're not doesn't... Tom Brady who that, look, who look the I'm, I'm a Patriots fan. And yeah. like our season generally doesn't start until after wild card weekend. Okay. Yes. Like, <laughs> like, that, like that's, that's just, that's just what it is. And that's right, how it's right. been for the last two decades. We've yeah. got a first round by, like our season doesn't start until the second week of the playoffs. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I think you're kind of coming at this from my season doesn't start until worlds happens because, and for, and for some people like the Kyle Dornboses and, and the Luke cooks and the David Zelenka's and the Eric Rehas of the world. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, but there are other people like, the Washington Redskins or the Tennessee Titans or the Oakland Raiders who, when they make the wild car weekend, they're like, hell yeah. Like we're going <laughs> to the world. We've done it a while. Yes. <laughs> you know? And so I think, I think first of all, both of those things are healthy to have, but I think yeah. looking at that from two different viewpoints is important because, you know, to, to some people, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are never going to make the playoffs again. Um, you know, <laughs> sorry, Cowboys. Stupid fans. Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> how many, how many sports team fans can we alienate in one podcast? Right. So, give me a few minutes. I'll get them all. <laughs> there you go. But I think that that's kind of the more meta answer to yeah. your question. Um, okay. You're, you're, you're just a Patriots fan for Star Wars Legion, man. Welcome yeah. to welcome to the club. Well, yeah, and I guess um, I have more to say uh, based on what you just said, but you guys 
didn't want me segueing into that topic yet, so I can wait. No, uh, I think I think it's a good place. So so go yeah, in, go so into Mike's <laughs> analogy where these people, you know, teams that maybe like, you know, most of us uh, using the Patriots analogy, like our season doesn't start until playoffs. And then some people are just so grateful to go to playoffs. Here is my I guess it's a thesis that I'm throwing at you guys is that does that make those teams, those players ill-prepared for what is about to happen? And is it a feels bad that you spent money? Like you're like, Oh my God, you go to your wife and your family or, you know, your whoever you're with your, you know, whatever. And you're like, I have a ticket to worlds. I I'm going to go like, this is a big deal. Like I have a ticket to worlds. And then you go and you get spanked, let's say. Um, and then you you lose and you just lose bad. And then is that a feels bad now? Because there was no kind of like intermediate like test to make sure. I'm not saying you're bad out there. And I'm not saying people at different stores can't be can't be good. I'm just saying, what if there is a store, hypothetically speaking, where everyone who played at the prime is maybe just learning the game and so one of them won and got a chance to go to worlds they go to worlds and then they let's hypothetically say they get stomped okay so the analogy you're bringing up is who in the star wars legion world made it to worlds by winning the nfc east and um (laughs) (laughs) And the answer is, uh, yeah, I mean, the answer is potentially yes, right? Right. Like, you could have had a, I mean, your your local prime championship is essentially winning your division yep. in football and qualifying for Worlds, yes. right? And that's essentially what it is, if we're going to stick with this analogy, which I don't mm-hmm. think is terrible. Um, and sometimes your division sucks. Yeah. And you're the you're the Eagles and you make it in. Like, and, and that happens and you get to the playoffs and you get stomped on wildcard weekend and you go home. I think the nice thing about Star Wars Legion is that, um, you know, you're going to play four games on whatever day you're on. Uh, hopefully they're not all terrible. Um, but you know, um, I also hope that the people that are going probably prep themselves to know what sort of things to expect in, in an event like that. Um, I was going to kind of say if they have internet access, they can uh, do some Googling and figure out what to do to win. Sure. But can they legitimately, okay. So, so can they legitimately practice? So to kind of combine the two, like, so for, and I, I like the basketball model a little bit better than the football model, just from the play structure, not the game, but like, okay. So for instance, with like basketball, with the men's uh, NCAA basketball, you have your division, which is the, let's say the bit, what the big East used to be right where the AAC now, but like the big East and you're fighting and you're playing each other in the big East to then get, the Big East champion, right? Then when the then the Big East champion goes to the um NCAA tournament and then they play it in these division, you know, it's like 64, 32, 16. So what I'm saying is you're going from playing non-division teams straight into 
straight straight to to the championship or to the yeah. to March Madness. So there's no like kind of like practice session in between non-division to uh the world. Like there's no like divisional championship to go back to or wild card weekend to go back to football. Where wild card weekend is like okay, Here's two teams that didn't quite make it. How do we get them into the playoffs? Okay, so here, here's what they do. Um, so i i don't think I, I don't think anything you're saying is completely wrong. Um, and and what I will say is that if 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 you're qualified for Worlds, you probably should try to get to a Nova Gen Con LVO level event. <clears throat> under your belt before you go to worlds because it'll give you an idea of what it will be like um if if you don't know what it'll be like and, and i think right, like the, seeking out practice opportunities right just makes sense <laughs> yeah right um, you should go to a 30 plus person tournament if it's if it's feasible for you financially right um I mean, if not, there are blogs, there are articles. You know, we host one ourselves. Yeah. Um, North Story Scoundrels is part of the Trooper, the writing that we do. Uh, part of that is aimed at getting folks who, you know, don't have access to practice games or other resources like that to get to get them some assistance. Right? It's part of what we do because we want them to come to these events. We want them to have a good time. Um I was just thinking about something that Jay said about being smashed at like Worlds or um, Wildcard Weekend. Um, you know, we don't really want that because we don't want to risk someone like having a really truly bad experience. Well, and not coming back. And and hopefully your opponents are nice enough that like <clears throat> maybe you lose the games, but it's a good experience, right? Like like those two mm -hmm. things are not mutually exclusive. Like right, definitely, can, definitely. You can you. Can, you I mean, maybe going zero and four is just gonna suck no matter what. I don't know, yeah, but like, I think you so. know, um, but like, you know, if you play against good people who make the games fun, like, it's it's, you know, uh, it's probably still a good experience. You still get to hang out. You still get to watch other good players play. I think the nice thing about it is that, um, you know, if if this is your first time going to Worlds, which for a lot of people it will be because there's only been two of them, um. And this is the second. And is that like, there's going to be another one and you can learn from this one and that's okay. Um, you know, I don't know. No, I totally agree with you. And um, I think our community, generally speaking, is just, it's, it's good enough and it's non-toxic enough that I think that, I think a lot of folks are just aware of, you know, how that other player is feeling. I think people are sensitive and, and are, you know, at least, you know, someone in that mindset of like, you know, oh man, I remember when, you know, and I remember getting smashed and I want to make that, you know, I still want to make this game a fun experience. And right? I guess I, yes. And I'm not saying that wasn't a slight against our community at all. I'm just asking, I guess I'm just proposing the question. Like, is it a feels bad? I don't know. I, I was just wondering. Uh, it depends on, I think, one, your opponent, and two, your mental or emotional even-keeledness, you know, kind of your ability to sustain losses without flying off the handle. Uh, yeah, and I mean, hopefully, you know, if 
an RPQ or a Prime Championship is the only thing you've ever won. You don't have the expectation of taking down worlds. Is like a firm, concrete goal, you know? Um, right. Like, you know, it should probably be to make day two or, you know, like just make the first cut. And 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 that that's that's a decent thing yeah. to be able to do, you know. I guess maybe um, we're go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was gonna say even for experienced players that like you know I'm gonna be perfectly happy if I as long as I make day two I'm gonna be happy, you know. Yeah. Um, that's yeah agreed. I agreed. And well, and I yeah. guess where I worry is sometimes we get people that I meet when we go to these tournaments or when or people that message us that ask us about rules that are just like their entire community is just playing the rules completely wrong, like, and have been for a while. And they've kind of like siloed themselves into their community. And it's more of like those people maybe that I'm thinking about where I'm like, okay, like, I mean, they have the internet uh, cause they messaged us. So they could have looked that up and they've been playing it wrong. And so now they all play it wrong. Everyone in that community the guy wins, he or girl wins, and then comes to Worlds and is like, nope, you're playing that wrong. Nope, you can't do moisture evaporators twice on one turn. Nope, you know what I mean? Like, they have all these misconceptions of the game. And I mean, that happened last year. Yeah, 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 that's true. I mean, like, frankly, like, we had a lot of judge calls at high command on things that probably shouldn't have needed to be touched. I'm sure Brennan can go into it more than I can. But, you know... um, all sorts of stuff, you know. Um, Maybe I'm just it, being a worrier. Yeah, I mean, I think to some extent, like, just got to let people play, man. Like, and it'll, it'll be okay, you know. Some people are going to lose. Somebody has to go 0-4. Like, everybody that's there could be, you know, absolutely crazy, insane, amazing. Somebody's going to go 0-4, you yep. know. Um, it's just that's how the math works out. Um, right not all eight players won worlds last year (laughs) right you know and like not uh, you know it's just not not how it works understood um so all right well i gotta say um speaking of the sort of silo effect or maybe the sort of small i i I guess we could call it like a small like self-contained meta effect um i just want to say that the a lot of the focus lately has been on activation count and I'm looking at some of the lists that are, you know, coming back from these primes and people are winning these primes with eight and nine activation lists, which is definitely bucking like the trend that we've seen, which is, you know, 11 or bust well, <laughs> among like the high level competitive folks or people we would consider high level people who are like constantly showing up at the upper echelons of, of worlds, et cetera. I, I I don't want to take anything away from people that have won these champion these tournaments because it's an yeah. accomplishment. It's a good thing. You did awesome. And Jay, this is where I thought you were headed with what you were going going to say. So I'm going to bring it up and I'm going to be the jerk. Um, <laughs> see, so, see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, I did. He threw me straight under the bus because you know that I can't avoid this sort of thing. Um, so first of all, good job winning a tournament with an eight or nine activation list. Um. I'd recommend not bringing that to Worlds. Um, you know, I, there's, a, there's a big difference between a f- three or four round tournament and a 
like 10 to 11 round tournament. So walk, walk think, that through for us. So yeah. Yeah. So without being, uh, so local store, not everybody is going to be super high caliber. Okay. It's not terribly unreasonable to assume that two of your four rounds are going to be against people that probably you have like a substantial leg up on the game to the point where you're like 80, 20 to win. Yes. Before dice start rolling. I would agree okay? with that. Um, like some, that's like, if you're, if you're a competitive player, there are people going to RPQs that like, just want to go for promos or just like going to hang out and have fun. And that's totally cool and totally fine. And those, those people don't, there's, there's people that go to these things that don't care about winning. Um, and, and first of all, to, to those people, if you're listening, thank you for coming. Like, thank you for being a part of our community. It's important. Like, I don't, I'm not trying to trash you. Um, <clears throat> anyways, so it, two free wins of an RBQ is like generally pretty standard, unless you're like got a stacked store. Okay. Right. Um, so, all right. You've got this list that's like subpar, perhaps like eight or nine activations or whatever. And you kind of got two free wins. And you're going into like the semis and you're paired against somebody that's more your skill level caliber, you know, maybe you get lucky. Okay. Maybe you have just have a good game. Maybe your opponent really screws up and doesn't realize it mm-hmm. until it's too late. You know, <clears throat> that can happen. Yep. Like it's, it's, it's not that far fetched to win two games as like an outlier. Um, and, and the other thing is that people are not bringing like super competitively tuned lists to RPQs. I found most of the time, like they're the, much more it, experimental. I've found. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, like at my last RPQ pe- people, like they're like, I don't want to bring Tauntauns. Everybody's played Tauntauns. And there was like two lists with Tauntauns in it. And I was like, Oh, well, all right. You know, um, <laughs> that's, I guess fine with me, I guess, you know? Um, and, and that's Okay. But, like, I guarantee you there's going to be, like, 80 lists of Tauntauns at Worlds. Minimum. Maybe. maybe. I mean, they're going to be everywhere. You know, they're they're just going to be everywhere. There's going to be two or three Tauntauns in pretty much every Rebel list. Maybe minus five or something, you know. But, like, most Rebel lists are just going to be two or three Tauntauns with various, like, taste to you know fit options yep. and that's going to be a bit of a wake-up call if you're not ready for that um right most lists are going to have shores on the opposite side right like that's yeah, going to be a thing you know like empire players are just going to be like all shore comms relays i mean i'm not saying uh, <laughs> like that that's the perceived meta going into worlds yeah. is rebels are going to play tauntauns and luke and or sabine and Empire players are going to be playing Krennic, Short Trooper Comms Relay, Death Trooper lists. Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of what is expected going into it. And I got to say, like, if you're bringing Republic or you're bringing Federation stuff, like, good on you for doing it. Eight activation lists cannot survive an 11 activation Krennic gun line if it's played properly. It's just, yep. it's just not possible. Like, I, yep. I, I don't want to... Like, it's like super stomp on people, but like when people are like, "Oh yeah, man, my eight activation list is it's really good against like the meta." No, dude, it's not. Like, I'm well, sorry. Two, two, two caveats, right? <laughs> one is 
One is you are able to hide your whole army, <clears throat> which is rarely possible. <laughs> Two, you somehow got limited viz. Yeah, like I mean, right? <laughs> like those are the two. Those are like the two situations where you might have. Well, a okay, chance. so so can we clarify this? Because I think what you're saying it isn't that a non quote unquote meta list out of the two lists we just named for Empire and Rebels couldn't be successful. It's that an eight activation list that is outside the meta is not going to be successful because activation count is one of those things that's very uh, uh, a key ingredient to success right now. Yeah, it's been an indicator in large tournaments that the higher the activation count, the better off you are, essentially. But yeah. there is there is a diminishing returns threshold. Yeah, yeah for sure. I right. mean, like... You probably shouldn't be taking more than eleven or twelve activations. Like you, right. you need your some pushing. activations to do things, right? <laughs> yeah. But um, overall, you know, you, you just you're going to get picked apart by somebody that gets to go four times after you, right? And and don't get me wrong, with a nine, eight or nine activation list that has a bunch of good stuff in it, you can steal some games if you get limited bits. Like you, you can you can do that. That's a thing that you can be prepared to do if you take a bid and force limited viz and you know so there's going to be some games that you win because of that but in a in a tournament where you have to play 10 rounds of legion to win the thing like you can't you can't steal games and win a tournament you know the saying the more things change the more they stay the same yeah uh so yeah. adepticon 2019 what was the winning list it was like Luke, Leia, 11 activations, triple snipers. Mm -hmm. And now we're coming up on Adepticon again, and now it's looking like, yet again, the winning list is 11 activations, triple snipers, but now it's just Tauntauns and Sabine. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> and Leia. <laughs> it's interesting, because, like, the C6s are gone, for the most part. Yeah. Right. Um, thanks, George Troopers. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I, I actually think the answer to that is thank Tauntauns. Yeah. But... Okay, I, yeah, I don't think short troopers. That's also true. Like, if rebels didn't have, uh, if rebels weren't taking tauntauns, I think they would still be taking z sixes. Um, yes, they would. Like, there's no doubt about that in my mind. Like the peasants from Warcraft, no one else available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? um, <laughs> kind of send them into fight. Oh, man. <laughs> but you know, I, yeah, I I definitely don't want to give anybody like a false sense, like. Worlds is going to be difficult. It's going to be a lot harder than an RPQ. Yeah, it is. Like, tears may be shed. Trust me, you are not going to beat Eric Reha playing a 12 activation Tauntaun list, bringing eight, eight activations of Republic. You're going to get stomped. Like, and, and, and it's not because you can't play, it's because you're not going to be able to react to the last five things he does every turn. You know, and. Yeah. And that's like half a and when like listen to that statement. You can't do anything to the last five things he did that turn. That means he gets to activate more than half the number of activations in your army after you're done every turn. Mm -hmm. Like think about that. You can't return fire. I, it it's just I read <laughs> I read books on how to improve in chess and I think one of my favorite lines from the recent book I read was no you cannot in fact do anything you want. Right. And you, you have a you have a responsibility to the position. Yeah. Which means you have a responsibility to the meta essentially. 
So I think the caveat there is that an eight or nine activation Republic list with like phase two clones and overwatch standby potentially has some opportunity and some play to deal with higher activation lists because overwatch standby sharing is really good. Um, It's unclear if that's going to be enough to take an eight or nine activation list to a point where it can beat a 12 activation taunt on list or 11 activation shoreline list that's very undiscovered territory right now i mean we're gonna see over the next few months but like outside of that caveat um you know i know a lot of people are playing double the fall right now you know david you've been talking about how that's you know like a really good um like eight activation list probably the best eight activation list that exists right now if you, you know, wanted to wanted to take an eight act list i, I mean if, but it's you're, you're still probably like 30 70 against a metal list i would guess it yeah. assuming like all things equal skill wise like yeah um so i don't know i just like until republic and the trade federation get like pad activation fillers like the rebels and imperials have i see oh it's going to be very difficult for them to (laughs) win major tournaments and i think um we're going to probably see that at lvo in the next couple weeks Mm -hmm. yeah well and i guess i would add to this you know to kind of piggyback that is i think you know especially like i just went to a prime this past weekend and it was like a very large kind of uh, a melting pot of players, right? We had, we had the, um, you know, we had the world champ there. We had Evan and myself. We had a num, you know, a number of other higher caliber players, and then we had probably three or four people that were just completely new. You know. So then you just and- chopped it up between the. A lot of you that were the career players, sort of, so to speak. Yeah. And I think so what what comes down to is like not just new players, but even players that maybe aren't as heavy into the competitive. Um, And if they're bringing a list that seems slightly off to you, like, I don't know that you would chalk that up as something that you're going to see in the future that you need to be prepared for. Hmm. I mean, people are going to innovate for adepticon yes that's that's going to be a thing i i am expecting to see people put vehicles on the table um to some degree (laughs) chase flipping me the bird right now (laughs) (laughs) well the thing the thing i'm most excited about it was some i think it was lj that dropped this marketing thing that said that we might actually have the clone tank and the aat in time for for adepticon god i hope so i mean that'd be awesome that would be cool for sure um you know i might be able to shake up the the meta a bit um it's you know it's hard to say without having like the full spoilers on them um maybe i'll just surprise everybody and play clones i don't know you know but i mean like as it stands um they don't have those things um yeah they don't so We can't, so, we can't work with what we don't have, right? Yeah. So yeah. I guess what we're trying to say, I think all the way up to this point to kind of tie this off in a nice little bow, <laughs> it is, that, is that what we're saying is that 
you went to a local prime. You won. We want you to be aware and to be ready for your next step, which is Worlds. And in order to do that, if you won with an A activation list, there's a solid chance that's not going to carry over to Worlds. And you're going to need to get way more games in that maybe are outside your local group. And if the way you do that is through TTS. Yes. If you can. I, I, yeah. I mean, TTS is very good for that. I think another, like, just raw piece of advice is, you know, if you, if your goal is to even just make day two, that means you're shooting for playing eight games. You should bank on four to five of those games being against Triple Tauntauns or Shores Comps Relays. Like, yeah. like four or five of those games are going to be that matchup, probably. I mean, maybe not, but I, I would expect that if you're playing against the field, that that is what is going to end up happening. And so you need to be able to bring a list that whether it's a meta list that you bring or something that you're innovating, it needs to be able to deal with an 11 or 12 activation list on the other side of the table that actually has good pieces in it. <laughs> um, and you need yeah. to be ready for that. Right, right. So I think you you got a couple different like ingredients that go into a good recipe of being a good player. It, it's getting reps with whatever list you're bringing. Uh, as long as it's not eight activations, you should be, you know, you should be around 10 or 10 to 12, right? Is the sweet yeah. spot, depending. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple outliers, but depending, that's that's where you want to be. I mean, you wanna... I, I think I think you got to be a 10 pretty much minimally. And, yeah. and I feel pretty confident in saying that, like, if you're not at 10, you're going to have a really difficult time in the 12 activation matchups. And, the, and, and I you're think... going to have them. Yeah, and I think to your point too, Mike, it's not just about not being able to answer your opponent when they like when they're going and going and going, but psychologically it messes with you too because you're like you just you um I don't know, I don't know how you guys are, but like when I'm playing I like zone in and I'm just like play 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 play. But then when I'm like waiting for my opponent to like do five activations before I can even do anything again, it starts to pull me out of the game psychologically and I'm not thinking about the game anymore. So it's kind of like a dual threat issue when you when you're when you're going into the game down four activations. Yeah, and, and not to speak to the fact that like they get to deploy their best units after your entire army is on the field. Yeah, they have a huge turn zero advantage. Like, so, so put that in perspective. If they're playing a a Sabine Leia Ton list, triple Tons, let's say they all three Tons and Sabine get to go after you've already activated your entire army. Yeah, right, right. Like, and then so Sabine like double moves and explosions your and hits like five of your eight activations like yeah that's a rough turn too um <laughs> yeah. you, you know and yeah. especially when you're playing clones or droids who the droids just melt to the bombs right and the uh the clones have a huge issue with the suppression tokens that just got dropped on them because you know they pretty much have aggressive tactics instead of strict orders um and, and strict orders generally isn't even that great in the clone list because you can't get orders on all of them and there's no inspire you know like it's it's tough to deal with that sort of thing no, and then a lot you, of limitations and, and then once you you've been explosions <clears throat> here come the here come the tauntauns and they'd run through like four of your units and here's another four suppression for everybody and yep yeah you know 
so I would say your next thing would be so first was get reps with your list, your non eight activation list, ten or above. Two is try to get either someone on the you know someone in the community to play you with a meta list, or if you can't do that, have one of your friends build one of the meta lists and have them play it against you at least so you can get a feeling of it on the table, right? It may not be like if it's your friend who's never played it before and they just put it on the table for you to play against, it may not be your best example of what's out there, but it'll at least get you kind of prepared of what's possible with these lists, right? Would you guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, you you, you should, I mean, uh, you, you should form a play test group essentially yeah. for for yep. for adepticon if you're going yep. like you should find it, it best case you should find someone else that is going and and play test with them like you should you should find find someone else that is going get together like come up with a bunch of different lists you think are going to be like the meta and practice whatever you're innovating or whatever or whatever you're going to play against that list of potential like opponent lists and take turns being the bad guy or whatever and 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 that's what you should do if you have to do it on tts fine if you can find somebody in real life to do do that with that's probably even better it's also worth noting that like uh generally a lot of the time people are get used to playing on like their terrain in the store um the adepticon terrain is like very specific and i don't think I mean, I I don't know specifically, but I imagine that it's a lot of the terrain that got used last year, mm. um, I, if I had to guess. Uh, and we'll see at LVO. I think there's a couple new tables, but for the most part, it's a lot of the same stuff. <clears throat> you know, look at those pictures. Try and make your boards similar to like the layouts and stuff that you see. You know, LJ takes all sorts of awesome pictures. Brendan takes all sorts of awesome pictures of these board layouts. You should be looking at those and kind of practicing on similar tables. Um, yeah. And then uh, I think my third thing is I, I know we've talked about this a bunch, but like we, I even made the mistake this past uh, prime. So I was drinking, I was all fluided up. I made that special drink we had on our blog that tastes like Gatorade, but it was all homemade. Like I, I was, I was hydrated. I slept, but you know what happened? Was we went four rounds with a cut to top two. They didn't. Their our first break wasn't until six o'clock. Whoa! So okay. like, I, luckily I had brought some snacks, but like I didn't pack myself a sandwich or something like substantial. And so like I basically went from like I think I had a sandwich at like nine thirty, like a breakfast sandwich. So I went from nine thirty a.m. until like basically six fifteen before I ate again. You know, and like, so that was crazy. And so like uh, what I'm saying and, and what I'm trying to like boil it down to is especially with Adepticon LVO, like we're looking at 12 to 15 hours of playing. Like you need to be prepared for that. It, it is no small task to do that, to be, it's not just the physical, but like you're mentally like just like going at it for at least three straight hours at a time and then maybe having like a 10 minute break before you're mentally going at it three straight hours again you know what i mean like it's a lot to take on and you really need to like be aware of what the physical tolls that that can take on you not just the standing up but like you know 
just like mentally going at someone for three hours. I didn't. Yeah, we don't. We don't mean to scare you away. If that sounds intimidating, it's really not as crazy as we're making it sound. Maybe, but yeah, I mean, this is just this is just the facts, right? Like you're gonna you, Legion is a game where concentration plays a huge role. Um, you're gonna be concentrating for a long time. You're gonna need to find ways to supplement mm-hmm. your energy levels. Yeah, especially if you don't know what the schedule is in advance. Like I, I would highly recommend if you've got like a Fitbit or something wear it one day at like a major tournament like the first day of adepticon i burned five thousand calories yeah okay like five thousand like if you know anything about like calorie burning and like daily caloric whatever that's a metric you know, yeah. ton. Well, to to put it into perspective, if you if you lead a sedentary lifestyle where you're sitting most time like at an office, you don't get a ton of exercise, basically just walking to your car and back, maybe a little bit of walking during the day. You literally are should only be taking in about 1800 calories a day. Right. So for him to, to burn double the triple what his normal daily intake would be, you know, for a sedentary person, I'm not, yeah. you know, but like that's crazy talk. Like, there's no way you, you replenish those calories fast enough. And that's why you, you're exhausted. That's why by round three, round four, like I remember LVO last year, round four, uh, I was playing uh, Nathan from Critical X and I was like, we were both lit, like dying <laughs> yeah. on the round four, like going, dude, I don't know. I, okay, fine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was just like my hand was shaking. I was so hungry. Like, it was just like, it was crazy. Yeah, notably, Kyle always is packing like thirty Cliff bars. So, <laughs> yeah, Kyle's a Kyle's a veteran. He knows. He yeah, knows yeah. Better in these events. <coughs> man, man, Jerry, we're gonna need to put like a medical uh, medical advice disclaimer on this episode. <laughs> you know? Well, and not, we, you a, know, not a doctor, just a lot of internet. You know, and we have that we have that blog uh, that an actual doctor wrote, so you can go read yeah. that. He talks about food and and water intake and all that. But you know, and once again, we're not trying to scare you. I just like I think about this a lot because I wasn't prepared for LVO. Like that was yeah, that was my first major legion tournament and i just was not prepared like for what for what that was and i still find myself like even this last weekend i made some mistakes like i brought snacks and stuff but like i wasn't getting to them fast enough you know to like you know to like feed my hunger that i had yeah and it we're talking right now really about one day this tournament is like three days (laughs) yeah yeah right like it lasts a long time um gen con was two days and it was still pretty pretty bad (laughs) right you know and it's just like it's you're not doing this once if you're winning you're doing it twice maybe three times in a row you know um and that's that's a lot and if and if you're us you're doing it once twice maybe three times plus streaming you know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot but that's gonna be me boys right three 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 days (laughs) Three days in streaming. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice. Let's make sure you stretch. Yeah, That's if you're us, you we're going to do it in January and then in March again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, I yeah, and so I just get worried, and I I want to you know kind of say like I don't mean to say that you the listener aren't ready. I just want to make sure that you are. 
And so I'm trying to like prepare you. We all are trying to prepare you for, for what you're about to enter. If you're coming to worlds and you've never been to a tournament like this and you've only won your prime or your RPQ and now you're coming to worlds, like this is a reality that you're going to need to face. Jay's been so worried about this topic, guys. He's he's like just been like chomping at the bit. He's like, I gotta talk about this. We should we talk about it today on your cast? Like, All right. Well, I okay, because here's why. <laughs> Everyone at my prime was super nice, super kind. We had five or six guys that had invites. Luckily, the person that came in second place didn't have an invite, so it just went to him. But what had happened if it had gone to the sixth person? Um, I'm just worried for that person that they're ill-prepared, just seeing, just seeing guys that are just starting, or maybe this is only their second tournament or something, you know, their second prime tournament or local tournament. And I just, I worry for them and I don't want them to get turned off to the, to the, 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 you know, circuit and stuff because they go into a large tournament ill-prepared for what, what's about to happen. So, you know? first of all. Your prime had six the the top six of the top seven people had invites before the tournament started. Yeah. Okay. First of all, that's ridiculous. And I <laughs> like for a, for a store level. I mean, I don't know. I guess that was kind of like the Nova RPQ last year. But like, jeez, yeah. you know, um, that's that's not going to be the case for everybody. I don't think that should no, be a prime. I understand worry you know no 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 my worry isn't not that that'll happen at every store my worry is that if it had gone to like sixth or seventh place is that person who it would have gone to prepared so what i'm saying is there's got to be other stores out there that don't have a competitive scene like we're lucky enough to have up here you know what i mean that it's a little less competitive so i'm thinking of those guys going okay man like you're you're going to the big leagues if you're going to chicago here's what you need to expect yeah, and we're gonna welcome you with big open arms. Oh yeah, everybody's hug, super cool, and yeah. um, it's gonna be awesome. I don't but like just don't bring an eight activation list. <clears throat> I mean, or yeah. do just <laughs> and bring like, a sandwich. I, I think the main thing to take into account here is if if you really want to bring an eight activation list, you can do that. You just need to have the expectation that you're not gonna take down the tournament. And you yeah. you need to you need to understand that, and if and if you're accepting of that, and you're just going to have a good time and play the sweet activation, sweet eight activation list that you feel really have a really fun time playing, great. I salute you. That is a thing that you can do. And yeah. if you have a and if that's how you get your jollies, and that's how you know it's fun for you, and that's how you legion, like do you do you, man, and and that's okay, but. I don't want people to get the wrong idea that like you should bring that list if you want to win. Yeah, I guess. So I had met some dude, gosh, I think it was LVO. Uh, he was like one of my first round games and he was just like, Oh yeah, dude, I suck. Like I'm just here to have fun. Like I just love to play. And this was just fun. We're in Vegas. Like it's all cool. You know, I don't, I'm not worried about winning anything. Like I'm just having a good time. And that is awesome. That does not compute to me like on any level. Like I get really competitive. So I'm just like, uh, what? Like, but if that's what you're there for, disregard everything we're talking about. 
and just go and have a great time. But if you if you actually are thinking you may have a chance to win, then you know that's we're more talking to you. Yeah, Luke Cook, if you can hear this, <laughs> bring double the fall. <laughs> um, I'm sure that there are going to be people out in the community that are competitive that are going to be like, no, you know, you can win with eight activations, nine activations. I get that a lot. Um, They're wrong. Uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and it might earn me some hate. All right, and I'm, told, I'm gonna say this. There, there's a there's a lot of. I mean, I I was trying to find a word for this, and I couldn't come up with any better word. There is a lot of hipsterism in our community when it comes to running meta. <laughs> that may be like, our for real. That may be Fifth Trooper's fault. I think I had like three or four episodes where I said there is no meta. So, you know, that might be our fault. It, but it's not even just like, it's just, it's not even like there is no meta. It's like, I know what the meta is and I know it's good, but I'm not going to run it because I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm so countercultural that I'm actually the mainstream. So, okay, let me ask you, <laughs> you this, know, David. Those sorts of things. How do you, how do you, okay, okay, that's fair. So how do you judge something that's just being countercultural just to be counter? Uh, or how do you judge something that someone was like, I think this is actually a good counter to the meta? They they took a good list and made it worse. Okay. That's how we know. So like they took one ton instead of three or they took like, like well, that, that okay. type of thing. They, like, okay, I'm guilty of this because I've done it. <laughs> okay. As yeah, part you, of this. You hipster. I know. <laughs> from, from California. It makes complete sense. Um, yep. Uh, so... Let's say you took uh let's say you took Luke Sabine or Leia Sabine and swapped in three rotaries. That's objectively worse. Like it doesn't actually do better than mm. Leia Sabine triple tons. There's no evidence that it did better, but you did it because you think Aatarthi's counter Tauntauns. Unfortunately, that's a complete misread. Leia Sabine Tauntauns works because it's Leia Sabine Tauntauns. And I mean, we can go into a huge discussion about this, but um, just don't just don't be a hipster, okay? Just play play what's good and play what you know is good, and don't 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 worry about it, you know? Yeah, just play what's good. It's really well. I think. Do you it's feel, not a crime? Yeah. Do you guys feel like? Because I feel like I get like this sometimes, um, and maybe I am a hipster, uh, but like judging by my sweater, I probably am. But you know the like sometimes i look at the meta and i go this can't be everything that there is like i got i'm a smart guy i feel like i can build a list that could that could defeat that and you just kind of like miss the mark completely do you know what i mean because you're just like trying so hard to not be to be different i guess but not not to be contrarian but just to like well i feel like this can't be everything this just can't be it i think right now people are in a place where like and and i'm there too like i i don't like the meta the meta either like it's it's not it's not great you know um it's it's not super innovative though i hope somebody can break it open um but but i don't expect that to happen at least not at lvo um i would be very surprised if a triple ton or double ton or shoreline list didn't win lvo um oh likewise like i i would be flabbergasted and i will eat my words in three weeks if if that if that happens but i i just i don't see it happening um you know i mean it it pisses me off that i can't really play vader right now 
and mm. and like put him on a competitive table like that makes me mad me too like i don't know I, i'm sad that luke skywalker is actually not fast enough to be competitive anymore but that you shut your <laughs> that, but that all being said, if we remember LVO last year, Lupo brought that triple Sabs list that was spanking people. I mean, it is something well, like that could happen. So, right. first of all, if I recall correctly, Lupo lost in LVO in round. He lost to me. Yes, yes. Five, that's why. That's yeah. that's why I was pointing that out. And round five was not the finals, really. Like that tournament should, still should no. have gone two or three more rounds. Yeah, like yeah, agree. Agree. Like, don't get me wrong. Lupo is a great player. He plays Sabs really well, but like, I also got really <laughs> lucky. Like, sorry, you have to mute that, but it's it's kind of true. I mean, like you know, I but I mean, I think that's a case of you know, like I've got this really cool list. Sometimes it doesn't hold up. Uh, even under the best of circumstances, yeah. Th- there was also a there was also a standby situation at the end that we misread, and it was kind of a screwy game stay, but sure. we sort of just let it go. You know. Um. A- anyway, point being, like, I mean, I we don't know who won LVO last year, really. Right. We right. will. Yeah, there was no clear winner. Like we had a, we had what five people five and zero or something at the end of the night. Uh, like three three five and zeros and three four and ones. I think yeah. was the. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think John Griffin got it by strength of schedule or something. Yeah, which which is great. I mean, like Palpatine was kind of like loss. a new thing at that point. Um, turns out Palpatine is still pretty good. He won Nova. Um, you know, I hope that he's healthy enough to <clears throat> continue to survive the meta. But I think as people, you know, figure out these short, I, I think he's pretty good against Tauntauns. I don't think he's great against short ones. Yeah, he's. I think he's a dark horse. I think you'll see him. I, I think people will play him for sure. Like, yeah, you're gonna you'll see, see him. At, you'll see him at Worlds. Um, I'm. I'm not sure how good it's gonna be, but he, he definitely. Yeah, he definitely is a minor player in the meta. Just make sure you know what given to your anger actually does. <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you gotta play that. Card. That was a funny story. But, it's like, what does this card do again? <laughs> really? I don't know what you're talking about, David. I have no idea. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we kind of we kind of came in with a plan, and we've been kind of just spinning on competition for the last hour and a half. But we've we've hit some good some good milestones, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna close it out. We got any final thoughts before we uh, get going here? Um. Just be prepared, everybody. I no, I don't think that that's the message we're delivering today, and I think we've missed the mark if that's the message we delivered. What is the message? I think the message is play Legion your way, and and if playing Legion your way means going to Worlds and winning, be prepared. Hmm. All right. I think I think I just like. I want to qualify that because I don't think it's fair to be like, you know, I don't know. Okay. Jay, Mr. Competitive. <laughs> Out of left field, huh? Right. I thought I was on the competitive podcast. I got all confused. You guys went soft. 
I just I just want everybody to know that Jay was tried to tell me like a month ago. He's like, man, I don't think I should play Worlds. I should just stream the whole thing. And yeah. and I was like, dude, you're, you're full of it. You're gonna regret you're full of it, that so hard. And you listen to him now. He's like, I'm competitive. I'm gonna win this thing. I'm gonna take it down. And you like, guys, <laughs> listen. Everyone at Fifth Trooper Network. Force me into a competitive mind state. This is the monster you created. Just so you know, I was trying to slow it down and be like, nah, I won't play. But you guys are like, no, come on, man. You got to play. You got to compete. Well, here I am. The monster's real. The beast from the east. Here I come. The fifth trooper Frankenstein <laughs> is about to be unleashed on the world. That's right. You're welcome, world. We've given you Jay Shalansky. <laughs> All right, all right. Let's uh, let's, right, let's close it down for Notorious Scoundrels. I'm David. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. We'll see you next time. Band line and wait. <laughs> <laughs>